Welcome, welcome world. My name is Ezekiel Cager Kai, and this is the Cager Express, the comedy interview podcast for fun, easy listening. On the show today, filled with effervescence and a lot of syllables in each sentence, a triangle of music, poetry, and rhymes, we're here to spend some unique time with my guy, Robbie Gallo of Vocab Company, aka B3K. Robbie, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well, Kai. Just got out of a, a little yoga session with the lady and uh, having a smoothie. And it's a nice Saturday down here at the beach. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Sounds like a very healthy lifestyle. I myself just got back from a run. This yes. is the sweatiest I've ever been recording a podcast to get everybody <laughs> a nice visual. That's that good sweat. Yes, absolutely. Well, Robbie, I'm glad you're on the show. I have a couple questions for you, but let's let the listeners a little insight into how you and I know each other. So why don't you tell the listeners about that? How did we meet? We met at work. For those of you that aren't familiar, just listening, tuning in, Lee Pops is where Kai and I worked together. Kai had already worked there before, but I do remember coming in that day, July 13th, day I started and just like feeling a great energy from Kai from you right off the bat. And I think maybe at that point where you'd worked there, like, were you kind of working there or you'd worked there before and started again? Or I was a little confused on that. Or maybe you were a couple months in. Yeah, I was a couple months in. I started in June. Both of us are part of an influx of scaling efforts at a digital marketing company called Lead Pops, where we've grown from a small number of people. And now we're about 30 plus strong on the state side, not to mention our team in other countries. So we're growing and it's been oh, yeah. great. Uh, Robbie's a welcome addition to the team and a truly an asset. One thing about Robbie is he's really shown his versatility. He started out as social media manager, but now has evolved into so much more, which has really impressed me, Robbie. Now you're kind of over on my side with marketing advising, right. which is great to have you there. I like having you closer to us. Me too, man. Sitting right next to you. Yeah, I think I think I was maybe it's because you were in on training with us. And so I thought you were new, but you were actually observing and like part of it too, which was pretty cool. And now Kai is a incredible badass trainer at Lee Pops. You're a tremendous <laughs> asset too, man. Thank you, man. Now around Lee Pops, you bring a great company culture. You just bring this kind of vibe, regardless of the workspace, of positivity and creativity. You're responsible for a lot of nicknames at Lead Pops. You've given me my nickname, Kai Crush Mode. Does your right. ability to come up with nicknames, where does that come from? Is that something you've always done with your friends? I don't know, man. Everybody just kind of like, you have all these friends and um, growing up in, in the years that I grew up, like having an AKA or a nickname or just a, a different name to call someone was always fun, you know, because you felt like you could connect through these nicknames, you know, that you could give someone. And it's a good way to maybe even feel, make them feel comfortable um, along with like kind of gauging the response that you get when you give someone a nickname, seeing if they like it, if they don't. Most often, if someone doesn't like being called a nickname, I don't want to associate with them, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, I like that. Long story short, I too am a nickname generator myself. Mm -hmm. I have a younger brother and I couldn't tell you the last time I actually called him by his real birth name. So I'm all about nicknames, uh, whether you like them or not. Hopefully I can make you That's something right. you like too. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the moniker. Uh, my, my sister's G, my brother's B. 
my brother's uh, other brother's E, even though you know it's Ian, which is spelled with an I. But those are simple ones. But it was just like a quick way to get your family's attention. But I, I was always <clears throat> Robbie. But as I like grew up, my nickname kind of started becoming Bob, okay. just because it was like a funny thing to call me. So yeah. a lot of my close friends, you didn't know that, call me Bob. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Robbie, Robbie Bobby. I like it. Right. I like right. it. Now, Robbie. You came into the scene when I first met you. You already had a little bit of celebrity status that I didn't know about. I'll admit it that I did not know. But are you famous? <laughs> um, it's, it's a fair question to ask anybody, I'm sure. But uh, no, I'm not. But I, I have done music for quite some time in San Diego. We built up a uh, music group. It's very much hip hop and soul and funk and electronic and started out hip hop because I have a huge love for it. And it was just myself and a producer who goes by the name of Buck, AKA BB, the rabbit killer. He didn't kill rabbits. He was just killing beef, bouncing all over. So thank you for the clarification. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's another nickname, but uh, he and I started making this record. It's called liquid language and it came out in 2006. Okay. I believe I put it, I sent it into the San Diego a reader and uh, back then you would you, you could put things on tape or cd i mean that's how how old school it was but um sent it in and it got a whole thing written about it and some was good some was bad but i mean that's the point you, want, you can't be all good you need to figure out where you're lacking so some parts got ripped apart some parts got praise which was very cool and that's kind of how it started and then my good friend berkey he and I had worked together a lot. He had worked, he was in a band and I loved the live band aspect of it. Kind of my vision, a big fan of the roots since way back when, and just loving like seeing someone do it with instruments. And I grew up playing the trumpet and just like <clears throat> loved instruments in general, love music and just have a knack for it. But I wanted to kind of make that hip hop live thing happen here in San Diego. And with the help of Berkey, we did. So we started a band and we just kind of, it evolved and we put out an album called the new Kong. And I think that was in 2008 or nine, I forget, but that, that got, that went, went out there. We did a song called that day, another song called so bright and pardon me, both those songs got like picked up. Um, so bright actually got picked up by Kia, the um, car company. Oh yeah. They put okay. it in, they put it in a commercial. So we wrote that song for this commercial, we went up to wow. LA and yeah, kind of worked with their whole marketing team. So I guess that, <laughs> was kind of like a glimpse at, you know, being a professional musician and a, and a little bit of fame, yeah. you know, and then from there you get that motivation just like you do with anything and, and you're, you're liking and enjoying and you just start going with it. So we put out a total of seven albums, I believe now. Okay. Um, we had a lot of luck with the licensing community. Our music's been in like a trailer for stars, you know, like HBO stars right. that kind of thing. Um, rad because our music was actually synced with all their new releases that the movie that stars was going to put out for that season <laughs> included like a brad brad pitt was in it you know with like obviously like maybe saw it maybe didn't but it was just cool to imagine that like oh shit maybe brad pitt saw this song hey. then with that commercial that was pitched on stars that's cool man dude that's yeah. i would say that's a certain level of fame for sure if you're in commercials you're on some stars media and right. i mean seven albums as an amateur music dabbler with no albums. I think that's amazing to, to get out so, <laughs> and you're still doing it, right? You have some, some stuff still on the doing way. it. Yeah. Yeah. I put out an album. I actually got to put out an album on vinyl. Cause you know, like I said, I'm a huge music head, yeah. hip -hop head, just love it, man. My first record I ever bought, I think I was maybe like five or something. I bought Michael Jackson's thriller 
And nice. I bought like He-Man Masters of the Universe, which I totally forgot about, but recently found <laughs> my mom. I have all these records and I was helping her move last weekend. And uh, but yeah, and so I just I wanted to put my album on vinyl. I did a GoFundMe, had a lot of good support, threw in the rest of the cash and got uh, records printed on vinyl. So um, I have that one. album is called I Could Be Anything. Yeah, I know you got one. That's right. That's cool. And uh so I'm, I, I got to put that out and it's very, you know, it's got a little bit of everything on that little jazzy hip hop, a little trap hip hop, some, you know, a lot of it's kind of me just kind of doing my poetry thing and mm-hmm. doing multiple verses and kind of saying everything I wanted to say. And it's for me, very therapeutic to be able to do that. It's poetry and uh, often people have a hard time, myself included, saying stuff. So I was able, I'm able to get it off my chest through a microphone and kind of like let it out and it makes me feel better. And I don't really care who hears it at that point. Sometimes talking to someone one-on-one is difficult, but mm-hmm. if you say it, you have the ability to like, just get it out and then like, let people hear it and judge you afterwards. I don't know. It's just, it's cool to be able to do that. And like I said, very therapeutic. Yeah, right on. I would agree. I mean, and listening to your music as well, and now connecting the dots, you said one of your influences was The Roots. One of the reason yeah. I always wanted to be a talk show host, even start my own podcast, is because of The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon and yes. the band is The Roots. So seeing yeah. uh, Tariq Trotter, Questlove, all the guys, the combination of hip hop with truly skilled instrumentalists, uh, you know, playing oh. saxophone, violin, drums, all that stuff is is incredible you have that kind of same vibe in your own music when i've heard it so it's all making sense the dots are connecting now yeah. you, you said you did some poetry first you started with poetry and story writing at a very young yeah. age was this as well to just kind of get your emotions out there or was this maybe something that your your mom maybe led you to to say hey try writing a story is this something you just wanted to do yeah i think it's a bit of both because at your younger age, you don't really know that process of, you know, communication and what's on your mind and what you're, you know, like getting things out. Luckily for me, my mom's very much was and is very much into that. And she, you know, loves reading and loves like gaining knowledge and capturing knowledge and being um, a good, like positive role model. I mean, she definitely has her negative side because she had to grow up kind of like single mom, be tough, you know, hold her own and a little chip on her shoulder. But for the most part, she always encouraged it. And I remember like being in seventh grade writing rhymes, um, you know, and like loving like that format of a haiku and learning and being very engaged and interested in English literature and learning like just different forms of writing and reading and make, you know, from when I hear you are so good at math and teach math, you know, it's (laughs) for me, it's like almost a foreign subject. It's difficult to understand in some ways. I mean, basic math, sure. But like you get into like algebra, geometry, stuff like that. Fractions, you know, it's like, what? I don't even understand where we're going with this, which is just unfortunately or fortunately, whatever, my mind doesn't work in that way. Um, But it definitely loves writing words down and trying to either make them rhyme and make sense or just make them abstract and random. You know, it's kind of a fun thing to do. That's cool, man. That's cool. My first pet is going to be named Fractions. And that's a true that's a true story because most people say i hate fractions but i'm gonna get a really cute like puppy and name it fractions so there's gonna be (laughs) this this weird like mental dissonance moment where they're like i hate fractions but i love that dog 
So that's that's my goal. Genius. <laughs> yeah, fractions fractions actually kind of cool because those kind of do make sense to me. But when I don't know a lot of other math like algebra, it's just like what I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah. it's all involved, but it's it's a whole new language. I would agree, and yeah, if it's not taught right, it can be an anxiety inducing <clears throat> moment. But enough yeah. about math. Tell me yeah. about the the name vocab company. Is there any story behind choosing that name? Yeah, um, it's kind of right there. Vocab, vocabulary, you know, Mm -hmm. loving the language and kind of the different forms of hip hop and music and pop and all that. You know, I think having a vast vocabulary is only going to I mean, it just depends on the listeners and, you know, writing music. People often think pop music is just like whatever easy. But you think about it when you write a song, it's very easy to get your friends to listen to it and like it. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to get a stranger that you've never met before to like that song without even meeting you or like what's happening. So that is why pop music is difficult to write. I mean, shoot, everybody could do it. Everybody be pop stars. But I do like the not necessarily having format, which pop music can have in many ways, um, and being able to have different vocabulary and kind of, like I said, have your write your stuff out and just kind of let it all out and make it therapeutic. So that's where vocabulary came from. And company, one point, or, or company, I guess, of us, we had about 10 to 12 people in our group. Oh, no which way. included, yeah, included like a seven, no, I'm sorry, like a yeah, nine piece. So we had full horn section, trombone, saxophone, trumpet, wow. um, drums, bass, guitar, uh, two, two vocalists, keys, additional percussion, and dancers. And it was just like, dang, man, this is the full company. And it's a lot to work with that many people. Yeah. Obviously, musicians can have egos. So it's a, it's a unique thing, but it's also awesome when you get to lead a, a group along with your your friend and your partner and cruise around in two or different cities and states and mm-hmm. do your stuff. And <clears throat> when we would go on these tours, you know, we'd, we'd slim down our company a bit because mm-hmm. it's hard. You're not always making good money or much money in general. So you just yeah. kind of eat the fat. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, that was it. It was just having vocabulary and building the company. That's awesome, man. I mean, sadly, that is the life of a lot of entertainers is super talented. But if you're not known or you maybe don't have that in, you could be putting out tremendous productions. Maybe not that much money's coming back for you, but that's why you got to love it if you're doing it. That sounds yeah. like a wonderful experience to travel, actually be on tour and entertain people in different parts of the world even uh, different parts of the states as well yeah it's the best you get i mean you, you get this camaraderie with your group like you would a team you know and you just like you're in the van you're cruising you're you know staying in different cities sleeping on friends couches you know just saving some money not having to go to hotels all the time and then you get the splurge and get a hotel and get a little spa day hit the pool hit the sauna it's always yeah. awesome and then you you basically get these little mini vacations because you get to see people and then you get to come back and visit them that next season or, you know, whenever you do your tours again and you, you build these friends and families on the road. So awesome. And then they're stoked and they bring people and that's kind of how you do it. You know, I mean, there is a number of ways that you can grow your audience. And obviously, if you have money behind it, advertising is huge. But like the old way was just getting in the car the van and with your group and touring and hitting it hard and starting from the bottom and just like building and continuing to do that every season. And it is hard, man, especially as you get older and you get, you know, we get families and stuff. It's it's difficult to get out there and leave people and be gone like that. But it still is when you get to it still is amazing. So right on, man. Right on. Well, that's cool to share with with the listeners and myself. I didn't know that much detail about what you've done. I did know you had a couple albums. I've listened to them. 
And I know you have a, a decent following, especially here in San Diego, but that's cool to get all that detail. Let's yeah. hop into a couple rapid fire questions for you. On the topic of music, Robbie, if you could master one musical instrument, what would it be? Piano, for sure, man. That's If you know piano, you can kind of, I mean, you're reading sheet music and you're going to be able to learn like a lot of different instruments. It's, de- it's definitely the bass in mine, you know, is 88 keys and you're just like, you know, your minor and your major and you're just learning a bunch of cool stuff with, with it. It kind of is mathematical in some ways too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially with all like the chord progressions and how to advance through a minor scale, major scale, different things like that. There's certainly mathematical patterns totally. involved. A little more far-fetched. How many toddlers do you think you could fend off in a melee? <laughs> toddlers. <laughs> all right. First of all, I don't know what a melee is, but I love kids. So <laughs> Okay, I'll okay. So bring, let me bring it on, okay, bro. Let's go. Basically, you're you're in the <laughs> middle of a room. There's like 27 doors around the room. They all open up and these okay. these like toddlers, like 3 to 5-year-olds like just run at you and they're trying to take you down to the ground. How many do you think you could yeah. fend off before they actually like get you down on the ground and pin you on the floor? <laughs> I don't think it would happen. I'd just be fending them. <laughs> all over the room <laughs> picking them up twirling them around building little toddler piles to the left and right nice yeah. nice and and just for the listeners no toddlers are hurt in the hypothetical situation we're describing no no it's a soft room it's like that big bouncy thing that you go to with the trampolines there you go the bounce house <laughs> <That's right. laughs> okay so you have it on record you're saying that no amount of toddlers could ever take you down that's right never all right well if well, you ever find not yourself- physically but mentally that's <laughs> <laughs> okay okay well if you ever find yourself in that situation just remember what you said today <laughs> all right you're right i'm gonna shoot myself in the foot on that one <laughs> you're like oh man it's happening <laughs> i know <laughs> why is this happening i don't understand <laughs> where did this room of doors come from with Seventeen thousand toddlers exactly exactly okay next question who's your favorite rapper gosh that is such a difficult question okay so like all times because it always it always changes for me but definitely when i was growing up you know i mean i loved like bay area hip-hop but um always loved east coast from like gangstar you know which is guru and premiere yeah so like um artists from the bay like e40 and um mac mac dre and Mm -hmm. and then like you know obviously biggie and Tupac and Jay-Z. Jay-Z was very instrumental in like like listening and how to do metaphors, rhymes with double meanings, you know, where you say something, but it means two things at the same time, which was right. like such a unique thing to learn. He's, that dude is such a poet. Bye. 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 Uh, bye, cousins. Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, that's Jess, everybody. Then it like Nas, uh, Wu-Tang Clan, you know, just like listening to a lot of like incredible East Coast hip hop and and loving west coast from like jt the big figure rbl posse all these people loonies and then like <clears throat> coming down south and having nwa and rapper by the name of mitchy slick that's from san diego that was very influential um it still is and yeah it, it's interesting to see you know growing up an og basically or you know a g originally and going through whatever he goes through and then now coming back and being there for his community and very instrumental in building up you know, the Southeast area of San Diego, which is, it's a, it's a definitely a hardened area for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he seems like he's all about helping his community, which is awesome to see artists do that. But now I love Dreamville. I love what J. Cole's doing with all his group, Earth Gang, J.I.D., like hearing a lot of those guys that like fires me up, just the 
production and quality of beats and the lyricism and hearing yeah. a lot of that. Um, Outcast is obviously one of my favorites too. So okay. I can't ever say I have one because it always varies. I love Mac Miller. I love Eminem. You know, I like all these people that are just like they're they're out there for a reason is because they're good and they're unique. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just gave a a rap history one hundred and one, <laughs> will, which is That's which right. is great. All right, Robbie. Now's your chance. Is there anything that you want to ask me on the show or forever hold your peace? What is your name? Okay. Like, listen, I got Kai, I got <laughs> Kylan, I got Kager, I got Alberto, I got Pratt. I'm like, what, what is Ezekiel? What's, where are we going here? But I like it. <laughs> I, just, I, don't All right. know. I call you Kai, of course. And, yeah. And, and like I said, nickname Kai Crush Mode. But what's the, how does it all flow? Explain. Yes. That. On the realm of nicknames and on the realm of aliases, mm-hmm. Ezekiel Kedrakai is my name in all entertainment. So every time I've done yep. music, I've, I'm Ezekiel Kedrakai, podcasting, production. That's basically m- my version of B3K to your... Is Ezekiel... Right. Okay. Is Ezekiel... Um, is there some biblical reference in that or something behind it? What's, what's the... Yeah, what's no the biblical reference. Actually... Uh, Zeke Cager is a superhero that I made up at a younger time in my life when I was dealing with some life pressures. And to overcome these life pressures, I had to kind of create an alter ego for myself that was more capable of Kai at the time. And so that's Mm -hmm. when I came up with Zeke Cager. I kind of embodied that. And now Zeke Cager and Kai are the same person. And now any obstacle that comes my way, I can kind of channel that superhero and overcome it. So that's where Zeke Cager really comes from. Bro, that's fucking beautiful. <laughs> I love that, dude. That's such a cool thing to hear. Yeah, because um, I don't know, like you said that you, you came up with this superhero and it's, it's Zeke Cager. That was the superhero's name? Yeah. Yeah, that's a dope name, first of all. I, and I wrote a book back when, and a short story is called The Calvin Monster. And it's basically this misunderstood monster. And I was, I think I was in maybe, it, it was either in seventh or eighth grade, one of those. But okay. it was a misunderstood person. And I think it was a little reference of me. And you're not really realizing you're doing it at the time. But, um, yeah. you know, like people just like mischievous and bad but really he's just you know curious and wandering around and interested absolutely man. <laughs> but that's cool i love i love the superhero that can make you do one and it's dope to hear that you're you are you've become one too you've morphed into both yes absolutely absolutely it's how i it's how i deal with life really is is that the mind is so strong if you learn how to control mm-hmm. it you're really in, in power if you don't know how to control it it can take power over you and we know a lot of yeah. people deal with that, that struggle between their mind and anxiety, all those things. But I, I think I'm in a good place right now. And I kind of unleash it in my, my work, really. So thank you for asking me totally. that question. Yeah, good. Cool, man. Okay, let's get into the second half of the podcast, which is the gaming round. I've got a decent set of games for you, Robbie. We've got some new games appearing on the show i've actually never done this game before but we're gonna do some poorly described movies so i'm gonna tell you the movie year and i'm gonna give you some clues about the movie that are very poorly worded and you have to try to tell me what the movie is all right let me turn that salt lamp on so i get my positive ions out of here and get some clear 
yeah. thoughts flowing. Let's go. Okay. Now, all these movies are notable. I'm not going to hit you with any like super obscure cult film or anything like that. So mm-hmm. the, the first movie is from 2012. It is a action adventure movie. We'll start there. The first clue okay. is a flamboyant arena announcer watches contestants survive. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, hold on. I have, hold I have more up. clues hold if you want up. it. I don't expect you to get it off of the first clue. No, I know I know exactly what it is. Hunger Games. <laughs> it is Hunger Games. It is Hunger Games. Spot on, man. Yeah. Excellent job. <laughs> <laughs> well done. My other clues are going to be yeah. all contestants have not eaten in some time. <laughs> yeah see that would have been too easy <laughs> and then i the last clue is everyone is fascinated she could shoot a bow and arrow <laughs> <laughs> that's just child that's toddler's play fend them off all right next poorly described movie is from 1992 okay. is a classic comedy first clue is airport security really wasn't that strong dumb and dumber nope Oh, shoot. It's okay. okay. Give me another clue. Next clue. The hotel check-in process really needs a lot of work, too. 1992? 1992. Comedy. Mm-hmm. Hotel check-in process. That's throwing me off. Hotel check-in. check-in. Oh, check-in. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, check-in. Okay. But we could develop <laughs> the hotel check-in process. I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> <laughs> no, either. Uh, give me one more clue. Okay, next clue. Two grown men are famous for being sticky. Oh, wait. Is it stuck on you? Not stuck on you. Matt Damon? Not stuck on you. I got one more clue. Okay. Final clue is, is anybody home? Oh, shoot. It's Home Alone. Which one? Home Alone. That's a good question. Uh, Think about the first clue. Yeah, airport security, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Is it two? Home Alone 2? It is two. Okay. Because he like loses his dad at the airport and he like somehow they just let him walk on another plane. Oh, and that's right. And the check, the hotel is what's his name? The famous actor. Uh, Tim, Tim Curry. Tim Tim Curry. Yeah. Yeah. And like the kid just somehow like, like sweeps the leg of somebody else's hotel booking and takes the room. Like, right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The the sticky clue is the two, the two robbers are known as the sticky bandits. Sticky bandits. That's right. (laughs) Okay. All, right. all right here we, we got, got it though we got there yes we got there next yeah. movie is from 2006 mm-hmm. it is a comedy as well okay okay first clue is when science and religion clash i need another clue okay to impress a woman a man must prove his strength 2006 mm-hmm. comedy all right yeah Oh, um, right. No, I was going to say Bruce Almighty, but that's not strength. It's not dogma. Give me one more. Who needs skill when you have the support of children and eagle eggs? (laughs) (laughs) What is this? I'm I'm a little lost here. Support of children in eagle eggs. Eagle eggs. Is it a National Lampoon's movie? No, it's not. 
Okay. I could tell you the production company, but it might give it away. Give me one more clue. Hey, last clue is the best way to impress is with a mustache and stretchy pants. Oh, is it like a commie comedy hero farce kind of movie? Yeah, definitely could be viewed as a hero. Um, let's see. An- another clue would be that the main actor is also a musician. I don't know. I gave up on this one. <laughs> All right. This is poorly described Nacho Libre. Oh, dang. Man, that's a tough one. Because I, <laughs> I, I've seen parts of it. I, I like, liked it, but it wasn't really like captivated by it. So I never finished it's, it. It's a very strange movie. Actually, one of my favorite movies. I actually didn't like it the first time. And then okay. it was on TV so much during that time in my life. It just yeah. grew on me. And now there's so many moments in the movie that I think are hilarious. And, I love Jack Black. Oh, Jack Black, for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. There's, there's a moment in this show, or in the movie, I should say, where they like seek these eagle eggs. And they think if they eat the eagle egg, they get superpowers. Ah, okay. Yeah, I don't have a lot of experience with that movie. But I mean, I get <laughs> it too, because... That's what that's what like good writing is about. And, um, you know, if it attaches to you at some time in your life, then, you know, you're doing it right. Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm two for three. Two for three. Two for three. On to the next game. Okay. This game is called Rhyme Test. I'm going okay. to shoot you some raps. I wrote you some raps, really. Oh, and sick. I'm trying to get you to say a specific word. So the clues are within my rhymes. Oh, Okay. So your first word is described by this rap. Okay. First word is a matter of your mind. Feeling kind of lazy, losing track of time. You swore that you were just sitting on the couch. Next moment, you got a kangaroo pouch. Jumping up and down, kicking people in the nuts. This is kind of fun, but something must be up. It dawns on you that reality is cut. A loud noise happens and people screaming, wake up. Dreaming. What kind of dreaming? Uh... Uh, it's like motivational dreaming. Um, uh, what, what time are you dreaming? Oh, daydream. Daydreaming. Got nice. it. Nice. Cool. Okay. Nice. Next one. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next word, I'ma lead you down the path. It's a little far-fetched, but start thinking math. A hard subject, but also think science. We pour in liquids, and I think you can find this. Grocery store, as you're looking through the shelf, your answer is a quantity of milk. Quantity of milk. Is it dairy? A quantity of milk. A quantity of milk. How do we describe the amount of milk? you've got you got like what's the uh, oh uh well gallon gallon uh, gallon, is gallon. What I, I wanted okay. you to say gallon gallon okay got it got it got it <laughs> okay cool got it okay i just worked out it wasn't enough lifting all these weights i'm just trying to get buff 
but I'm missing something preventing me from that. Trainer tells me muscles underneath the fat. Okay, coach, I don't want to run. Show me a place where I can emulate the sun. To emulate the sun. The mind, yoga, meditation. Uh... It's an area. Where, like, where could I go where it's hot but not the sun right okay and you, and you said this place earlier when you were describing some of the benefits of being on tour <laughs> oh also you can find this place in the gym some gyms oh sauna the sauna boom yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay gotcha nice work man nice work Should i had that it's okay the other thing with this game is there are certain words I can't say. So mm -hmm. I take out like keywords that would make it super easy. Right, right. No, that's has, good. Has me kind of dancing around my writing to make it vague. Thanks for leading me down the path. Of course, man. Of course. Okay. <laughs> Last game, some pop culture trivia, starting off literally with pop culture, even though you said you're not a fan of pop music. No, I didn't say that. I, oh. I de definitely can be a fan of pop music. Okay. There, there's definitely... Sides to it I like and sides that I love. I respect the process. Some of it is just too cookie cutter, but some of it's not. And that's where, you, you know, like, I, like you you posted that thing on your um, Instagram about the new Justin Bieber song. Yeah. Peaches, yeah. right? I love that. That's so clever. I get my peaches down in Georgia. <laughs> I get my weed from California. That's so like good. That's good. That's clever writing. Like I'm like, damn, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, here's the name of the game. We're okay. talking about groups, music groups. And I want you to try to name the members of these specific groups. Okay. You're going to start out maybe easy. Maybe the first couple names will be easy, but then finding those last couple members might be hard. But we have three groups. The first group is pop group NSYNC. Can you name okay. all the members of NSYNC? There are five of them. No, I cannot. <laughs> can I only name any. Oh, yeah, you got one. <laughs> yeah, there's no way I can name. I mean, I did grow up with that time, but like at that point in my life i was so anti-pop music so okay um but yes like just jt and he came out swinging i love him yeah so you tap <laughs> you're tapping out at jt that's it <laughs> all right respect to jt for the listeners the remaining four lance bass joey fatone okay chris kilpatrick kirkpatrick i think okay and jc shazay that's right. Okay, Lance Bass, that's right. And Joey, I remember, but okay. no way. That's a hard one. All and good, I do all get good. them confused with the other ones. It's all good. Okay, <laughs> next next group. Yep. Can you name, and I'll accept either their actual name or their nickname, the members of the Spice Girls? <sighs> I know there's a Jerry. There is a Jerry. With a G. Also known as Ginger Spice. Victoria. Yes. Okay. Also known as Posh Spice. All right. <laughs> Seriously. I know. I know. Answers. I know. You are reading. Okay. Um, there's three more. Yeah. There's a blonde one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're all. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, okay. I'm giving like the real names, huh? It's posh. You are um, giving the real names. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say Snappy. Snappy Spice. <laughs> Good guess. Good guess. I don't know. That's all I got are those two Victoria and Jerry. Okay. The final three we have Scary Spice. Scary Spice. Who's also, Scary Spice? That's Mel B. Got it. Sporty Spice. Sporty. Which was Mel C. 
Okay. And Baby Spice, which is the blonde one, as oh, you that's mentioned, right. it is Spice. Emma. Yeah, I did. Honestly, the Spice Girls, th- there was a song when Two Become One, which I thought was very okay. cool and creative and had a good vibe. And there was there were a group of girls in my high school and they like we call them the Spice Girls because it was like all five of them were exactly what the Spice Girls were. So okay. they dressed up as the Spice Girls for Halloween and then they performed a couple of their songs and just yeah. like crushed it was hilarious (laughs) that's cool man that's cool okay last group is right up your alley all right can you name the original members of the wu-tang clan i knew you're gonna ask that all right we got the rizza the jizza and the deck old dirty bastard man yes um uh chef raekwon the chef yes three more ghostface killer yes two more dang it two more give me a hint can I this, call life? This is your hint. This is your hint. I'm I'm praying. Who am I praying to? Oh god. Uh, 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 what is it? Young God? No. Um what is it? You got no you, you got. got yeah, you got, you got. Okay, okay. Okay. And then your last hint is similar <clears throat> to similar name to Ghostface or similar ending to Ghostface. Oh um shoot. Kill a kill a priest. Kill a priest, right? Nope. Oh shoot! Something before Killa, also known as Jamel Arif. Killer, Killer Beat, Killer, Killer P. What is it? No, it's I don't know. Master Killer. Master Killer. Dang it! All right. So also got- known. Yeah, I'm looking at the aliases. James Arif, also known as Noodles, also known as High Chief. Okay, High Chief. Yeah, that's right. Well. It's okay. Sorry. There's eight members. There's, there's a lot to you remember. Got seven out of eight. <laughs> seven out of eight. <laughs> Much better than in sync, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's head into the top five segment of the show. A very unique top five. Robbie, you're gonna tell us your top five favorite words. Okay. Man, I did not have a chance to think about this, but. All right, there, <laughs> this one that's just funny. <laughs> My friend and I like love it always just because of what it does and how it sounds when you say it. But I love the word effervescent. Effervescent. It's just a just a refreshing word. I like that. <laughs> it has a lot of syllables. Yeah, and it yeah. kind of just rolls off the tongue and teeth. Effervescent. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like the word atlas. I think that's okay. cool. I like the word unique. Okay, Atlas and Unique. Okay, I like the word. What other words? Like, was there five? Right, top yeah. five right now. Top five. I love the word triangle. It's just cool, man. That's a math word. It man. Means a lot. That's a math. I word. know, and it is a powerful <laughs> shape. Holds the universe together. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, you know what's a cool word? This whole thing flows, and it's just because I listen to this dope podcast. Yeah. Uh, by a physicist of the name of Brian Green, Joe Rogan recently. Okay. But I love the word quantum entanglement. Yeah, you just like all this quantum physics and how something can exist or something over here can affect something over here and you don't see their connection, but quantum okay. entanglement is what that means. It's connecting it somehow. So you can affect something without it actually being a cause and effect directly in front of you. But the word quantum entanglement is just dope. That's cool, man. Those were a a nice set of words. Have you used any of those words ever in your lyrics? Yeah, for sure I have. Definitely. I probably used all of them except for quantum entanglement, (laughs) but now's the time. 
maybe coming up <laughs> the quantum entanglement bar. That's right. excellent man well before we conclude the show robbie what's the best place for people to check out your music and listen to some of your masterpieces yeah i think instagram is always a good one for me um you can just go to b3 comp and that's b as in bobby three like the numerical number in the triangle and comp is just short for company but spelled with a k so b3 k-o-m-p and that's on Instagram. And then vocab company is on Instagram too. And that's just at vocab V O K A B K O M P A N Y. Nice. Yeah. That's where you can find it. You can see links. I put a little link tree in there. It's got some music links in there, vinyl record. You can buy it that you can check out the digital stuff, get on Spotify, give us some likes. Honestly, man, just throw, throw our music on in the night while you're sleeping, turn it all the way down and we'll just be collecting pennies on the dollar. (laughs) Rich. Getting rich on pennies, man. (laughs) (laughs) All counts. Sounds good, man. Definitely check him out. Some great music, really talented, created stuff. Robbie, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, brother. I know you got a birthday coming up too, so happy early birthday. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yes, I'm releasing a lot of episodes the month of my birthday. So probably see this one coming towards the tail end of May. Nice. I'm stoked. And that's that. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Cager Express. If you like what you heard, please share this episode to your friends and tag us here at the Cager Express on both Instagram and Facebook. And if you're looking for more, have no fear. There are more episodes on the way, but make sure you've caught all the great guests from the seasons past. And don't forget to tune in to the audio sitcom Time Is All We Have, brought to you here exclusively on this podcast. But until next time, You know what time it is. Stay smart, stay safe, and have fun.